What's up, bitches, bros, and non-binary hoes? We are back at it again with Smutty Scriptures. Technically, this is episode one, if episode if the last one was episode zero. Um, but we're, we're three best friends, and we're inviting you to join along on our fantasy book club and read along on tons of different adventures. Our first episode was Thrones of Glass, chapters 1 through 31. So we're going to be picking up from uh, 31 to the end of the first book of the Throne of Glass series, also titled Throne of Glass. So, yeah. It's true. It's, it's true. true. I was there. We have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> we have a lot of thoughts. We have a lot of feelings. So many thoughts. We have questions from the last episode that have been answered. So I guess we're just going to dive into it as far as I feel like we were all in the beginning um, a little more lenient once we realized that Sarah was like 16 when she wrote these and that she yeah. was doing her best. Yeah. <laughs> but... I, at least for me, like going through like a general impressions of the latter half of the book, I actually I started to see kind of like where it would go. I started to like some of the decisions and choices um, a little bit more. Would you guys say kind of the same thing? Like, do you feel the same as it was uh, the first half of the book? Are you feeling more positive, less? Like, what's going on? I feel like when I relook at it through the lens of the age that she was when she wrote it, I think it's great. Mm. Um, and I think that since it's a young adult novel written for people in that age group, I think it's wonderful. Um, I, I I wish I had known that to start with because I felt like I was being a little bitchy and harsh. <laughs> sure, sure. But I, I do think that... Um, the second half, it definitely cleans things up a little bit with leaving some, uh, a, a couple cliffhangers. I think that I definitely want to get into a little bit later, but I think it had, it had similar vibes and I'm, I'm glad that everything was kind of cleaned up. Um, you know, any resounding issues I think were just based off of maturity, but I, I think that that makes sense and she's clearly grown in her work. So, you know, no, no arguments there. Um, but yeah, I think. It's, it's still good, a little predictable, but not in a bad way. Sure. Um, in fact, if it hadn't have gone that way, I probably would have been more pissed off. So, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. What about you, Tim? I actually have a conversation with uh, the author in the back of my, my book. Mm-hmm. I don't know if your guys' version has the, has the same thing. Um, and it actually talks about what her writing process for the Throne of Glass book was. And it says in here that it took her over 10 years to actually write this book. So she may have started because she says it started while she was in high school and went throughout high school and into college. And I feel that um, in the second half of the book, you see more of that um, adulty mm-hmm. um, person of, of who she is come out in the writing. So I feel like the beginning is, is like more, like definitely started out high school and then got a little older. Like I feel like the reading um, became a little easier as we yes. as we progress through the book, and I feel like that's probably like a, an age um, progression uh-huh. that, that I notice, and also a um, you know experience with writing that is noticeable, but. excuse me another really big thing that i notice is that the words get bigger i noticed the word clemency and the word ostentatious Mm -hmm. those are not high schooler words and um i i really love that that those words among you know obviously many others made it into the book that is 
um, meant for young adults. I, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a really, that's a really good thing. And as somebody who really focuses on specific words in books, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I just like the words. <laughs> you know, it's um, kind of funny because I feel like that reflects your writing style. Because our writing oh, no. styles are so different. Oh. I'm very much like, bam, boom, to the point. Here's some, <laughs> like, you know, nickel and dime. And you're you're busting out the 25 cent words. <laughs> and you're all flowy <laughs> and very, it's, it's, I think it's funny because I feel like it uh, goes yeah. along with that too. It's good though. You write at that higher level. And then you throw me into the mix, which is very poetic. Like, they pulled <laughs> the hate in front of their eyes and blah, blah, blah. Like, shit that doesn't make sense, but does. Well, I I also see that that as as the book goes, mm-hmm. her um her her sentence structure varies more, which is really good, and that's evidence of higher writing skills. And um, the metaphors um get to be more advanced, and again, that's also um that comes with with age and and a higher, you know skill in, in writing. So mm-hmm. I did notice that. So it made it easier to get through um, rather than the first half. So if somebody else is going to read it and they start out and they listen to the last one where I absolutely <laughs> fucking ripped it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> ribbons, if you will. Um, not ribbons. My watery bowels are shaking. <laughs> I know. It, it, does get, it does get a bit better though. And I feel that because it and then this is probably going to sound not the way I mean it, but because it, it kind of distracted me from the story, um, it was noticeable to me. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing because I, I always notice that about how people write. And if it, if it, beca- if it stretched out and it became like a noticeable thing to me, that means that it was a measurable difference. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, I could see not that. just something that just happened, and I didn't pay attention to it. That would not be as big a difference. That's fair. Yeah, I'll even say, um, even just the character decisions become more mature. Like this is kind of branching into what I would kind of select like my favorite part of what we've been reading, like the end chapters of this book. Um, when at the very, very end, when she is ending things with Dorian because of her desire to have freedom and to be on her own and like how much, because the story does definitely start off. I mean, she's obviously a very independent assassin making her little arts and crafts or little daggers <laughs> out of bobby pins and soap. Go off queen. Love <laughs> to see it. Um, And granted, she's always had that personality, right? She's independent. She doesn't take any shit. But something about the power in that scene, especially, again, marked for a young adult audience of, hey, that's fun. I'm interested in them. But having the maturity of being like, hey, that's probably not going to work because there's some family beef here we have yet to to discover. (laughs) And also, you're a, a prince who will not be allowed to marry me. And also, I've never lived on my own. I've never had freedom. I've never, like, I I just love the idea of not wanting to give that up for any man. A prince who has all this money, Mm. who's handsome, who you love. Like, just, like, really putting yourself first, I feel like, was so, so, it's such a powerful move. And and really, like, me being excited to see where that character is going to go. Yeah. I, I have a favorite part but it's, it's for a very different reason <laughs> oh god okay um <laughs> mine has to be chapter 34 when she's having period pains oh. and 
and the boys are just so clueless. What? And she's like, she's like, no, I truly feel unwell. And Kale's like, it makes me sick too. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. she's just like, no, wait. And then Dorian comes in, same thing. Um, that had to be fun. I actually laughed out loud at that part because I was like, boy, same. <laughs> like, no. I, we have not also encountered the similar <laughs> issues in yeah. our lives. But if that was had been like on the big screen, that would have been a like painfully cringy part. And it would be so funny. So that's yeah. probably my favorite. I'm truly unwell. He's like, yeah, me too. Oh my God. Like, I'm so upset about it. I'm just um, shook up. Yeah. And then, and then when she explains it, she's, he just gets all weirded Vomits. out and like quickly leaves. It's, it just gives such Cullen energy from uh, Dragon Age. I know I've said it once. I'll say it a thousand <laughs> times. It is Cullen. That is Kale. They're the yeah. same person. So I, I, uh, that was actually like my one of my least favorite parts. Oh, because I was just like, "What the fuck, man? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna just like, I don't. I, you you're gonna look at me and tell me it, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, was it slightly humorous? Yeah, but mm. I mean, come the fuck on. Like, it's it, she's yeah. bleeding. It's not." It's not something you run away from. Like it's this leprosy. dude fucking inspected bodies, <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna be like, oh no, uh, there's a uh, 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 bye. <laughs> like what the fuck is that shit about? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to dog it, but like, come on, Carol, do better, do better, <laughs> Carol. I actually had that as my least favorite too. I'm so sorry. <gasps> For very different reasons. I still think it is comedic and it is, it's very funny. It's very, I like the pacing of it. But like, there's something about, like, I appreciate that Sarah J. Mass is like, hey, periods are a thing. Remember those? We're, we're talking right. about women's bodies and, and people with uteruses' bodies. So we're going to go ahead and, like, you know, have realistic functions. And I appreciate that. But I just fucking hate that all these fantasy worlds, all this magic and, and, and medication, there's advances, there's all this fantasy shit happening. And periods still fucking suck, bro. <laughs> to this day. Like, yeah. bro, like, she can never have, like, a light period every once in a while. Like, she can, like, it's always, like, she always, they're excruciating, agonizing pain. And there is nothing that can stop it, even in a fantasy world. And I hate that. Well, it's only it. for one day, right? <laughs> I gotta yeah. imagine that's when Caltain picked up that opium pipe. I was like, the Queen. fuck are we just going straight <laughs> to opium? You know, like, <laughs> we, we just need a little bit of the Wild West in this in this year book. Just like reading la 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 la. Like, God damn. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> like, I'm straight gonna in. get stoked. <laughs> she, she's like, oh, I'm just gonna do a little light heroin. <laughs> like, no big. <laughs> oh my god my well, favorite part was was uh um the candy on christmas i felt like that gave okay. such a levity to her character her eating the, the i mean up until thing. up until that point though like she was just all you know like broody and then occasionally you see a little bit of like a yay fancy dresses but like you didn't see any levity to her you know, as a as a character, because mm. she's she's like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, like the, during this entire book so far. Mm -hmm. You know, depending on months, but like she's she kiddo, 
and and kiddo get candy kiddo lose her fucking mind (laughs) yeah teeth all red the whole yeah absolutely (laughs) and then she just laughs and and the guy's like oh well why didn't you save me some and she's like fuck you it's my goddamn candy and i just loved the the banter that it, it made and the fact that we could actually see her being a little bit of that you know kid spirit that that the character would actually have. I think it made her more three-dimensional, less, you know. Ugh, sad times equal sad person. Go anger, grr. Sure, sure. Gotta have that candy. Me literally eating candy on on the podcast (laughs) right now. I literally have Skittles in front of me. What? Can you taste the rainbow? Well, since we shared our, our, our least favorites already, Cuddle, if you I, have one for us. Uh, okay, I... <laughs> I, um... I think that... I didn't really dislike any particular one part. Like, none of it pissed me off at all. Um, I don't think... Mm. I think there was... Um, I didn't like how they described the Ritterac because I felt confused. So, I mean, like, maybe that one, because I just felt like maybe we could have done that a little bit differently. Um, mm-hmm. But on a funnier note, one, one the other part that maybe kind of go, the fuck, <laughs> was in, uh, in chapter... What chapter is this? If you turn to your scripture in chapter oh, 24, yes. the holy text. Um, 24, 34, 44, 30, 30, 40, 43, 40, 30, 20, 29, 72. That was a journey. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so but yeah, it's 43. It's when um, <laughs> Nehemia is healing uh, and talking to Selena and just gives her a new name. Just. We can't walk around just renaming people. <laughs> I don't understand that one. I'm hoping maybe we talk about it a little bit more in the future because it was just kind of weird and uh, kind of funny because I'm like, the fuck? We just like rename. I, you know what? You, you're now Fred and, and you, you are now um, Constantinople. That's, that's what I'm going to call you from now on. <laughs> Or it's well, like, oh, it's nice to meet you. What's your name? Like, Steve? Great. Oh, okay. I'm going to call you Grace from now on. Yeah. It kind Just of like now his nickname. name is Carol. Oh, my God. Not it's Carol. not a nickname because it's longer than the other name. But it's like Selena, Alentia. Like, it's the same. She just, like, took the last half of her name and was like, you know what would be really fun? So we just add some <laughs> spice. And it's only a half step away from Elena, who was the one who came and, like, rescued her. I don't yeah. know. I just was like, bro, come on. What? <laughs> what is What is this? What? What? But it means um, that it's the spirit that could not be broken. Mm-hmm. I understand. I just thought it was a weird choice. That's all. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is I I don't think we really have any concrete evidence of this at this point either, but in the last episode of the podcast I did say that I thought um that their spirits were going to merge in some way and if they had a name that was somewhat of a combination of their things, I think that that could maybe point well, to that. Well, well, well. Um I don't think they're going to merge, but if you turn to the second to last chapter, the very last line 
Elena says, quote, blood ties can't be broken. Mm. So that tells me that they are brethren. That Selena felt ill the thought of what else might be asked of her. Fine. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you for saving my life. Elena bowed her head, quote, blood ties can't be broken. She whispered and then vanished. So. So you think that was her implying that they're related? Yes. And if that is the case, and that is the descendant of Dorian, they are related. More the reason why they can't bang. Well, I, I think Dorian's related to somebody else. Who do you think Dorian's related to? Uh, Reese. Bryson? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. A different universe. Well, it's the same universe, different plane. Uh, 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 multiverse. Things are happening. <laughs> and listen, I'm pretty sure, I'm almost a thousand percent sure, and by almost a thousand, I mean like 70 um, almost 70% <laughs> sure. exactly the same. Yeah, if yeah, you look yeah. at the map, which I, I think everyone's copy here has a map. This is literally yeah. just Corinthian. I think she said that it's the same Mine plan. Doesn't have a map. It's the same earth, like the planet is the same. It's just Never a different time period. This is what I'm pretty sure they said. Now, I mean, it looks like Corinthian, and then there's just extra land on the left. Well, yeah, because I think that's the um, the hybrid island that like floats off eventually. That's like half the continent. Well, yeah, mm. but like we don't know how many like thousands. I mean, magic's like dead right now. So like obviously some time has passed either forward or backwards. I couldn't tell you which one of these is first. Well, it's dead until, you know, Nemi Bay ends up going all, hey. You know, the queen. <laughs> so I, I guess maybe that was not my least favorite. Maybe it was just the part that surprised me. Then like the opium, I was just like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that, uh, that did, did kind of that come was surprising. Out of field. Opium? Like, <laughs> the opium, I was just, you know, like I'm sorry, what did you just do? <laughs> and then uh, we just given people new names. Yeah, like those two pieces, I think were were just surprising. Not not bad, just kind of funny. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't. Really the surprised. reason for giving the name was funny. Oh, She's sure. like, you know, you've done a whole lot of these, so I'm just going to give you another one. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> She's going to yeah. go as a treat. Like, what do you get the, the person that has everything? I'm going to give you more of what you already have. <laughs> Incredible. <You're welcome>. <laughs> I love art. <laughs> Did you guys have a surprising part? Um, I was pleasantly surprised when Princey Boy stood up to, to Daddy-O. Ooh, okay. I didn't think that was going to happen this book. I thought it was going to happen later and it was going to be like a bigger thing. Oh, yeah. I got to test the waters out first, I guess, before it gets too serious. But I could see why you would think that for sure. That's kind of how I thought it was going to go to like a builder, like a bigger build up later. Yeah, like more like angst. <laughs> and Dorian's he's going to be like, angst. Uh, my dad is a dick <laughs> i thought he was gonna just like own that failing for this book and the mm-hmm. next book be like okay because you're such a dick and i have mulled this over for a while we're gonna just like you know <laughs> attack you <laughs> okay. but that's that's not exactly what happened so i, I don't know that that surprised me because like i said i thought it was gonna happen next book in a bigger way sure 
I really only had one thing, and it really, really was more of a writing choice decision rather than a... Um, I guess it was partially me questioning the character's motivations, but I really didn't... I didn't really connect the dots too well when the whole um, Selena is thinking that <laughs> Princess Nanana... Miss Lady... Was it Nehemia? Nehemia. So, like, I just didn't really connect why she was like, wow, I have been betrayed. Like, she went to that so quick. And I was just like, this is the person, like, that you think is betraying you right now. Like, I just, like, didn't buy it for a second. And it just seemed very kind of, like, shoehorned in for, like, conflict. And I'm like, oh, my God, it was the big bad in front of you the whole time. That suspiciously is getting bigger every time someone dies. Who would have thought that that's the guy doing the evil magic stuff? It's almost like <laughs> it's yeah. almost like the plot was right there. <laughs> it's almost like you have no reason just because, like, honestly, I do think it's kind of silly that she assumed that, like, that royalty, like that princess lady, she would come here and not know how to speak and not understand because she is obviously trying to garner support for her kingdom and for her people, and she wouldn't do that really lightly. So I, I really. I guess I was just surprised that that was immediately. She's like, that's who. That's who did it. That's who's behind all this. I know because she was mean to me in the library. And I'm like, bro. Bro, please. I I feel like that's probably left over from the the early days of the writing. Because it's very middle school girl. Hey, teenagers act in mysterious ways, man. Yeah, someone was mean to me once, so I think they betrayed, like, my entire being and everyone. definitely evil. Yeah, like, why would she have any reason to attack anyone else in the game? Like, anyone else with these challenges? Like, I just, I was just like, Selena, please, bro, just make your little bobby pin soap and just relax. But I would say that's, that's the only thing that really surprised me, I guess. You know, I will say, what surprised you guys about the opium? Um, I actually am gonna pick Caldane as my favorite character for the second half. Oh, Stop. that's a that's that's a that's an opinion that you it's got. A choice. There. That's a whole choice. It is a choice. Why? I th- well, okay. First of all, I will say that she. I want to know the extent because obviously the Duke said that like she's under mind control and that's a whole magic ring thing and how well it worked and everything, right? So. I don't know if we've actually seen Lady Caltaine's like real self, her real um, motivations. Obviously, she likes Dorian. That's probably still there. Um, Gross. <laughs> honestly. But like, I don't know. I like her. Uh, something about, and this is the problematic, self-sabotage side of me. <laughs> like, it's the no. same reason that I love early Nesta in Court of Silver Flames. Like, I was just like, I hope Nesta stays this bitchy forever like i just love the way she could hurt people and (laughs) something about lady caltaine like the way that she uses her body for advancement and uh just i I just really like characters that that do that kind of thing i think she's uh i think she's neat i think she's a real go-getter um (laughs) go-getter okay girl boss manipulator queen but at the same time i guess I'm, i'm curious to see how much is actually her because it does seem like we will get an arc eventually where she is likable because there is this whole magical explanation for her behavior. Um, but yeah, I actually really liked how much focus we got on her. So I, yeah, she's got to be my favorite for the second half here. I think that as it went through 
her headaches and her physical symptoms worsened. Mm-hmm. I think that is the is the show of how strong the the magic is as it goes. Mm-hmm. I think in the beginning that she was not as entranced in the magic or by the magic um because I mean think about it he wanted in her pants. So if he could just wave his magical ring and like do it why didn't he coerce her into having sex? You know what I mean? I just I feel like maybe it took a little while mm-hmm. or maybe he wasn't using it to the full extent um, until later on when he used her to poison. Because I, th- I think that there's a lot more things that he would have done before that. And I think that makes sense. So the fact that it's not there tells me that we actually do know a great deal about who she is and how she is. And she's a vindictive. I love like, it. More like it I was it. in the beginning, like leading <laughs> versus like actually taking control. Sure. Kind of like suggestion versus um, direct mind control. Yeah. Who's it. your favorite character so far? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, my favorite character is Carol. Carol. I just love such support, <sighs> like on the sidelines, being all like, yeah yeah, i was like i want support can i I have some carol support and i don't know i also kind of really like like the maid lady because she ain't give no fucking shits no not a single one (laughs) yeah she's like fuck fuck no philippa philippa something like that Um, yeah yeah phil 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 You know, your nickname. (laughs) Lady Phil Phil, don't give no fucking fucks. Not a single one to give. Nobody. And I aspire to that level of um, no fuck about it. Yeah. Can I say something about that scene, actually, really quick, since we have brought it up? I bookmarked a ton of different sections in that particular scene as far as Dorian's reaction versus Kale's reaction. And uh, I it knew gave you were gonna me bring this up. Tamlin energy. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> for our what? readers, okay, who have not currently gone through A Court of Thorn and Roses, we might have some spoilers in here for you. So I'm just going to warn you now, if you haven't read A Court of Thorn and Roses, uh, or that series in general, we're going to give you a couple spoilers. But yeah, I don't know. It gave me it gave me Reese versus Tamlin energy. Reese actually helping her, Tamlin trying to make out with her. Under the mountain. <laughs> like, like, it gave me, like... Kale in that moment of very different characters, but had that Reese energy versus the Tamlin energy of just like, I should be there to help her, but I'm scared. <laughs> you know? So that scene You're was important. I was marking wrong. it. It was every page. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Almost You're as not if wrong. Um, the prince was being a little bit of a douche. <sighs> I still, I don't want to I mean, label him as a douche. I do feel like he's probably not that bad a character. And the end... At the I'm end sure of the Tamlin's not that bad of a guy. Okay, you don't want Tamlin to have a redemption arc, though, do you? <laughs> no, I, I don't, because I do think he's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tamlin deserves that. Uh, and I, I don't think that, uh, you know, Dorian, a.k.a. Baby Reese, is that bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Baby Reese. Well, yeah, if we're going with the thought of that they might be low-key related. Um, I did... Um, 100% not vote him as uh, my favorite character this round. And uh, would you, I guess it is my 
my turn this this uh, episode to go through our uh, our um day of the day. Yeah, our our what is that what we're calling them? Do we even yep. have a full Yes, it's Bay of the Day. Bay of well, the I Day. Mean, they um, friend was outvoted. Right, got it. My one to one ratio. One to one, yeah. Still I'm gonna have to go with Kale. Um okay. even though the puppy was a close second. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. Um oh. Fleetfoot. Uh yeah, I I I really liked the uh the almost pinky touches at the at the the match or whatever and the fact mm-hmm. that he got down on the ground, you know, dirtied himself to be next to her, that he killed um Big Boy Wonder whenever she was Big Boy in, Wonder. <laughs> whenever she was uh you know, uh after the fight that he like, you know, Took this part kind of weirded me out. I don't know how to say. It. Maybe maybe you guys can help me out with this one. But I thought this was weird. It is chapter. If you turn to your scriptures into page or to chapter, um, hold on one second because I'm having technical difficulties with paper. <laughs> I don't um, think that's technical. I think it's manual. Forty-seven. It's okay. Uh, so it's chapter forty-seven when he gives uh, Selena his sword like, off of his waist. Ah. Which I was like, oh my god, so sweet. Um, But then she said, the way she described it, I think, is interesting. She found, or sorry, she blinked at the blade and slowly raised her face to look at him. She found the rolling earth and hills of the north in his eyes. It was a sense of loyalty to his country that went beyond the man seated at the table. Far inside her, she found a golden chain that bound them together. Mm Mm-hmm. What did I fucking is say? Is that is that a fucking mate? Sarah you know, loves faded mates. That is what it sounds it's, like. It sounds very faded mates to me, but mm-hmm. I didn't think he was from her country. I thought he was from a different place. And when she says, like, you know, the loyalty of his country that went beyond the man seated at the table, like, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Also, he's, we're not from the, he's from that little, um, that little lake place. Fuck if I remember what it's called. Please hold. Um, yeah, because she's from Terrason or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's this little river lake thing right next to the mountains. I don't he remember which one it was. He, he never explains. Like, it, his was field. it Enel? The Silver Lake? That the sounds right. Right there. I, I don't like his... Um, <clears throat> His descriptions of his POV when he's looking and when he looks at her, it doesn't scream love to me. And maybe that's the author at the time not knowing, but like Dorian's descriptions feel more lust slash love and his just feel more, I don't know, uh, caution and <laughs> a caution well, concern and, uh, and, and almost disdain, I would say. Like, for example, mm-hmm. when the two of them are looking at her after the thing and they're both like, oh my God, I love her. Or that's what it's supposed to be. So you have two very small POVs. Dory, and this is chapter 39, the very end. This Dorian walked slowly back to his rooms, his heart racing. He could still feel her lips on his, uh, the smell scent of her hair, and see the gold in her eyes flickering in the candlelight. Consequences be damned. He'd find a way to make it work. He'd always, or he'd find a way to be with her. He had to. He had leapt from the cliff. 
he could only wait for the net. So he is like, I'm going to go for it. I, you know, it's very, there's lust in there, but I feel like there's also the description of her eyes and stuff instead of like her hips or something like it. I don't think it's all lustful, mm-hmm. but, so there, but there's longing there, you know, jumping from a cliff that's like diving headfirst into this and, and almost trusting, you know, that she has a net. And then you get Kales and it says in the garden, the captain of the guard stared up at the young woman's balcony, young woman's balcony. It's very impersonal. Watching as she waltzed alone, lost in her dreams. So it's all her. It's got nothing to do with him and how he feels about it. It's all her. But he knew that her thoughts weren't of him. Now he's all whiny bitch boy about it. She stopped and stared upward. Not at him. Even from a distance, he could see blush upon her cheeks. She seems so young. No. New. That's a weird fucking description of a lady that you might love you know um it made his chest ache okay finally a little bit of emotion there's only (laughs) two sentences left still he watched watched until she sighed and went inside she never bothered to look below which i guess is like him her author saying she always looked at dorian and never at kale Mm -hmm. which also isn't true but it just feels whiny and it's more like I don't know why girls don't like me. I'm a nice guy. Like if it gets very that to me and it's Mm. not love. That's not love. See, I don't know. I almost felt like a little bit, not to be super contrarian, but I almost felt like kind of the opposite. I almost felt like Dorian is like obsessed with the idea of having her or how she looks and how she makes him feel. But at the end of the day, he doesn't really like even we'll sit there in conversation with her and be like, I don't fucking know anything about you. So I almost feel like not having an overbearing emotional um, point of view for Kale's character is almost more like he is actually seeing her because he also is restraining himself from her too. Like he is also on purpose, Mm -hmm. like, like Dorian has always been the pursuer of Selena. He has always been there. Like he's showed up where, you know, Dorian's already there. Like they've had these little awkward moments. Um, and I think because Selena was so at least um, open to the idea of Dorian and continuing on that kind of relationship, I think she, I think he is purposefully not diving into those feelings because he can't have them at that point. Almost. The way I kind of read it was more in line with with you, Blue. To to me, it seems more like um, Dorian is much more concerned with how he is mm-hmm. um, around her and how she augments him. And Kale, Carol, <laughs> Kale, Carol, mm-hmm. Carol is. Uh, is much more about her as she is being herself and uh, thinking that that's just a marvelous, amazing thing. And I think that that will no, not because marvelous and amazing. That she looked new. Yeah, she that's looked pretty. new. That is not pretty. Just because it's new doesn't mean it's pretty. One and two. Of the fucking book is him going, I can't trust her. She's not trustworthy. But she looks so pretty. But wait, she's a demon. In- okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and in the mind of a 17, 18, 19 year old, you know what? Oh, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. No, I'm not. 
I get that that right. like interpretation though for <laughs> sure. But yeah, I, I definitely thought of it more of like. He's a true observer, and Dorian's just obsessed with, like, um, he's found one girl who won't sleep with him, and he's like, oh my god, dude, I have to have you. Hashtag guest on? <laughs> oh, god. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and right. I gotta be honest, even Nehemia was, was at the end, in the battle, more or less using her for political stuff, where she's like, here, have, don't take his, honestly, probably a better choice sword, take my pointy stick. And she did. Yeah, it's like you know. I was even like, well, maybe, maybe we're gonna go for the uh, for the for like a bisexual moment. No, nope. It's just that way, you know. Politically, the metaphor of one country of steel being defeated by a stick of another, and it's just like. But man. but let's be honest, Princess Nanana gave mm-hmm. her the wood. Ayo. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I feel like <laughs> the only one I feel like that likes Selena for Selena is the fucking dog, and even then, Queen. Selena doesn't even like Selena. <laughs> so I don't know. I I hope she's the not. Ghost lady likes her. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> maybe hmm. maybe there'll be another love interest in a couple of books. Yeah, we'll see. So. Yeah, they're they're all just gonna like why choose each other and then uh you know usurp the king and uh all of them rule together. Maybe, just like you know, boom. Maybe Selena and Lady Coltine kiss. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Do you know mm-hmm. what I thought was weird? What's up? So at the end, the king and Duke Ahole are talking about these magical rings Mm -hmm. so the king knew about the magical rings knew about the magic of the whole thing was totally fine with it but he's the guy who banned the magic so that must mean he's not Mm anti-magic he's anti other people having magic so what if he can do the magic and pass it on to dorian and dorian doesn't know or maybe dorian does know and that's how he knew about that fucking amulet low-key that he ended up giving back mm. to Selena. Is Dorian secretly a wizard? You're a wizard, Dorian. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm a wall. Thank you guys for listening to the last episode. Of- <laughs> it's been fun. It, it, uh, and she's Philippa, a witch! <laughs> Philippa, at one point, stuck her foot in her mouth because she was starting to talk about magic and fairies and shit and she's like um you look so pretty <laughs> i think there's more magic around than what they uh want to admit yeah i can and see dorian, this series bringing it back and dorian gave her that fucking sweet right you're trying to tell me that nobody in the castle knew that those little windy you know pathways were down there bullshit i bet that was a fucking setup from the beginning that's i'm calling it now You'll find out in like three books that he did that Dorian on purpose. Or for the king of um, the king Dorian. Of- mm. You know who definitely knows about that? The king and king. whoever vacuums. Mm. Well, how did fucking um, boy wonder get down there? Who told him? And probably the king. That's what I think. I think if it's a, if I think if it's set up like that, it has to be. Who's going to know your castle's escape routes the best? It's going to be the people that are the most important to keep alive. So your king, your king, your princes, your whatever. So Dorian could have done it, but I just feel like uh, 
the king has been in control of it, a lot of different elements from the start, so. And he obviously knows all about these word marks and everything, so I mean, it's definitely a theory. And one, he did have his mysterious leave. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, uh, I gotta go. Bye. Me. <laughs> Me as a character. <laughs> Bye. Do you guys have a so, least favorite? Oh. Character? Yeah. From, like, the last half, at least. Do gas hat. Do sure. Do douche. Douche dude. Do yeah. douche Dorian? dude. Or is that Duke douche? <laughs> Duke douche dude. Okay. Yeah. Triple D. Obvious reasons. Triple D. <laughs> <laughs> sure. He's he's very slimy me too moment kind of guy. Ugh. I, I hate him. Every every single bit of it. Yeah. Maybe we should name him after that uh that one guy in real life. What was that me too guy in real life? Uh the uh, one that nope, not that one. No. Brain, it's not it's not the comedian dude, it's that other guy. The How one who about? started all the oh my god, I have to Google. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, where where were we at? Oh, I think we I were think- saying least favorite character um is dude duke du- duke dude <sighs> douche or triple D, aka mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein. Okay. He's giving Harvey Weinstein vibes. I could see that. Now, I will say, I did write down, obviously, the Duke is, like, a terrible person. Um, but as far as characters go, I actually was really pissed off at Dorian. Um, now, granted, I could point to the scene where he didn't help her. I could point to those. But my biggest thing was, like, he was, like, so quick to kill those dogs. And I, like, don't fuck with that. Like, And he's, like, and then she's, like, oh, my God, like, why are you killing animals needlessly? Like, they're perfectly good dogs. And he's, like... That's just what you do. And it's like, bro, I don't know. I know that's like a very kind of minor character point when there are characters like the Duke that are fucking awful um, to point at. But I was just like really off put by that idea that he's like, it just gave me like royal, like privilege, life means what I determined it to be kind of like thing. And it gave me very icky vibes. Like in, in like even the way the dogs are described where they're like, you can't even tell that they're mutts. And they're just unvaluable due to their, like, birthright. Just, I don't know, dude. It was just very, like, I was like, oh, Dorian, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, <laughs> I uh, thought the dogs were supposed to be a metaphor for Selena. Well, he wants yeah. to fucking kill them. So, uh, probably not her <laughs> mate. <laughs> probably not the one for her. And actually, I was going to bring that up. Kale and the dog, like, the dog, at least the only time he's seen, I went back and reread. So, let me know if you guys have a different perception of this. But, um, that dog really only ever responded to Selena, and there's a couple scenes where Kale enters her room, and the dog is very responsive to him and wants to be by him and get pet and say hello, and he's the only other character that that dog Nehemia. is interested. Oh, yeah, Nehemia, Nehemia as well. So, other than those two... See? See? They they become the power <laughs> thruple oh and God. take over. I would I'm love just that. saying. Is, is um, 16-year-old Sarah J. Mass so brave? Oh, no. <laughs> No, but maybe maybe twenty six year old. <laughs> maybe AJ Matt has got it. She's got it down. She's like, you know what? Boom. Yeah. Fair, but yeah, I was just like really like, oh, it just took me out of the moment a little bit. But uh, speaking of Princess Nehemia, na 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 na. I was I was re listening to the episode of the podcast about 
um, calling out the moment where she is staring at Selena's forehead and wanting to know why. And we, we harked on it so hard yeah. and we finally got answers to that unanswered question. And I was so like, <laughs> I was then nobody knows what it means. So did we really get answers? I don't know. I guess not. I mean, she saw like the mark or whatever. So at least it's some like reason she's like adamantly always looking at her fucking forehead. Oh, don't mind if I just stare. <laughs> don't very, mind me. Very, very uh, mole jokes from uh, Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mole, mole, mole. Wordy, 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 wordy. <laughs> Goofies. But yeah, I would say that was, uh, I was listening to that and I was like, oh, we actually did get an answer to that question. <laughs> So that's well, how do you think that the theme has has changed? Uh, obviously, the book is is done now, but you know this is just just one in a whole line of uh, of the series. So, how how do you feel like the theme of the book overall is uh, is shaping up to be? Um, at least for me, I don't feel like it has changed in the element of like. You know, her going for freedom, her going for these these principles and, and, and different things that Selena stands for. I feel like a lot of it's pretty similar to the first half. It's just done in a more, it's presented in a more mature way. I almost feel like the writing changed more than the theme. Personally. I would agree. Um, I still think it's a to a certain extent about redemption, but I almost think that's more like internalized self-redemption like she wants Uh. to prove to herself um that she can do the heckin thing not because some you know dead ghost said so you know she says that a hundred times um so i think it's more that selena wants to prove to herself and that she could earn her freedom and she wants that more than anything so i think that's probably what it's about for me fair I think I was closer to that too. I wrote down "rise up, motherfucker," <laughs> nice. as like a self motivational, like uh-huh. you know, uh, I by myself or other sources have had this high bar set, so I'm gonna fucking meet the challenge and. Uh, but it's not you know because you told me kiss so. my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I do, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. I, yeah, I will say at least I, I think that theme will continue for the next couple books. I'm sure there's something to do with her helping. Like, I, I know we're going to revisit the whole, um, like, slave camp part of the book. I know we're going to yeah. go ahead and free them. I, I think that, yeah, I think the theme at least is going to be pretty similar throughout all of it. But Maybe not the 500 dead people, but... well. <laughs> But but maybe 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 not the not so dead ones. Fair. <laughs> Do you guys have any? Since we kind of got a couple answers to some ans- unanswered questions from the first half of the book, obviously there's still a lot of different plot lines to go through. Are there any unanswered questions from the first book that you're hoping to see answered in the next couple? Any predictions? I guess anything like that. Oh, I was just the biggest thing that was, that still bothers me is I don't understand how that dog keeps getting out. Like, how does the dog get out so much? To, like go, to go to the bathroom? Get... What? The dog gets pregnant with the mutts. Oh. oh. I thought you meant the puppy. Such... I thought, yeah, no, they were talking no, about Selena's dog. Puppy. I was like, what? No, I mean the mom dog. Because okay. he's like, oh, again. And, like, I just, I just don't understand 
She's the one that uses How the, the tunnels. Dog keeps the hidden paths <laughs> in the in the castle. It's just for the dogs. Oh. Well, damn it, we've you answered my question. Thank you. I'm, do- I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> I think I want to know who the fuck Selena's family is. What the hell did the king do to her? I still say mm. it's got something to do with uh, with Sam. Oh, with Sam, sure. With Sam, oh, yeah. and <clears throat> I also think that. There's more magic in the royal family than what they're letting on, whether they know it or not. And, and I would really like to know if those two are fated mates or if they are not fated mates. Sure. That's that's what I'd like to know. I, I, I'm going to go with no. I don't think they are. I think that's like a, like a, ooh, go down this path. And then, bam, later it's going to be something else. That's, that's very, it's very her, you know? Mm-hmm. As as a masochist, I can say that is <laughs> that is the thing. Yeah, that our Lord and Savior Sarah J. Mass does do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. leads you down one path, and then she's like, "Just kidding!" And then hard reverse. So yeah, you know, that's I feel fair. like that's probably in our our future. That's I would I would probably agree. Yeah, I'd say I'm definitely looking forward to kind of going back to the Sam thing. I really want to see. I forgot the name now, um, but the person who actually trained her as an assassin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really want to see where they're at, kind of their relationship, how they would interact in a room together kind of thing. Because um, I, ha- I, at least as of right now, feel like the person that betrayed her that got her into the situation she was at the beginning of this book is the same person that raised and trained her. That's kind of my thought right now. That oh. could definitely change. Um, but I think that that was like the ultimate kind of betrayal there. And I almost, I almost want to say I feel like that could be responsible for Sam's death, too. And that's like a double whammy on this person that basically was your only um, source of any type of, like, I don't know. I wouldn't say, like, a parent-child relationship, if I would describe. Right. But the person, like, taking care of them, giving them a life, giving them skills, making them work, like, doing that kind of, like, bond. I want to, I want to see what that's like. I want to see exactly how Selena got into the situation she was in the first book. So we probably won't get that until I, there's a prequel of before this one right so that's probably where that kind of plot line would be um which i know we're quite a ways off of a reading but i think that's the unanswered question that i want to see the most definitely the faded mates thing too i'm a sucker for that kind of trope i like it sarah i get it (laughs) your little chains and your little ties and your little beams of light oh i love it good job um (laughs) i just love it so much um I, I am interested in that, too. But, oh, and definitely the magic thing. Definitely seeing where, like, you know, are you also, like, part fae? Like, what's going on here? Is there more magic over here? Who has magic? Who doesn't? The word marks who left them kind of thing. Very interested in all that. So, But I'm sure those are bigger themes for other books. I think that um, the for the next book in the series, and, and maybe for all of the rest of them, we might want to consider starting a ribbons counter. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can set we could definitely do that. Hey, I think there was only like three or four in this whole book, though. I know, but just how very many of them <laughs> are in Akatar, uh, and I just I just want to know how many times. <laughs> okay, I think, I think we can agree. The second book, we will. We will keep a counter. We could definitely go over that for sure. So what character did you most identify with? I have an option in mind. 
I don't know. If you guys <laughs> Miles are, gone. I don't know if you I guys hate it. like it. Don't okay, I swear if you say it, I'm gonna I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Lady Caltaine. God damn I'm it. <laughs> Welcome like, to the last episode. <laughs> oh no. Listen. Unsubscribe. Okay. okay, okay, in my defense, I also do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Very not opium. Okay, yeah, you're hitting that opium pipe. Okay, if weed existed, Caltain would be a stoner. Do not tell me. <laughs> but you don't sit there hitting the opium, dude. I, I mean, no, that's not <laughs> opium. It is not the same. But I shot a heroin right before this. <laughs> I'm just, I just, I really agreed with that idea of like, I need to turn off my thoughts and feelings. I know a way. Oh my god! So she went to opium first, you know. Go off, Queen. I guess like <sighs> that's very rich of her. It's like very bougie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe weed's like the, too lower class. Definitely the oh. drug of choice in between hits <laughs> of uh, acid and and uh, cocaine. See, and we have now exhausted what I know about drugs. <laughs> See, but cocaine's like too common. Cocaine can't even be on the on the option board for similarities. Wasn't that just like the snuffing snuff powder or something? Wasn't that? Yeah, well, this yeah. is this is old timey drug knowledge. I know this. <laughs> Those snuff boxes. That's right. With that was cocaine, and they used us to, yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if my yeah, mic picked that up. I was snorting noise. <laughs> yeah, you guys are putting snore noises that are peaking. <laughs> Your microphone. Uh I have an unexpected character. I and we have not brought this character up this whole night so far. Oh it's it's, it's for me it's uh Nox. Okay. Know. You're as as your one you most identified with. Yeah, I will stand by my friends you know until the very end, and then when they're like, hey. You gotta go. I'll be like, all right, pieces, peace out. <laughs> you feel like you they win. <laughs> he said, "Damn, it's about to get real spooky here." I'm gonna see y'all later. <laughs> I, I went back uh, yeah. and forth um, between, uh, uh, you know, kind of what we said last time about being the the clock tower that just screamed every every little while, <laughs> and uh, the Relatable. puppy that, you know, generally just wanted to murder anyone who came too close. Because sure. I just feel like that's pretty much where my life is at right this moment. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, they're all so good I choices. The ladder. You guys didn't yeah. pick, like, as good as, like, Lady Calcine, but, like, I definitely, like, see where you're coming from, for sure. <laughs> right. Hey, Listen, we got, we got some stuff her. going on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all I'm gonna say is that we have all read Akatar, and I started like Nesta, I think, before anyone finally came around to it. And I yeah. feel like that th- that same thing is gonna happen to Lady Caltain. I think the same redemption arc or very similar is gonna happen. And what can I say? I love her toxic side though. Sell oh, your body, be- Queen, for advancements in loyalty <laughs> and politics, Queen. Got no, no problem with that. However, it's when you're gonna, you know, uh, trip your your fellow female on the way to success that I don't you know support women support <laughs> women women support women yeah but I just love the idea of like I'm number one it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman I'm going to treat you equally and just get to the place I need to go you know 
Yeah. She'll fuck over whoever she has to fuck over. And and again, will she be like that forever? Probably not. I think she's going to go into a very similar Nesta route eventually, or at least become likable <coughs> because of what Sarah has set up so far. Um, but I don't know. Kind of love. I love those. Love those toxic ass bitches, bro. Eyes. <laughs> you're you're like wanting all these redemption arcs, like Tamlin. <laughs> it's and gonna happen. Wanting... No, he needs it. Sarah no, has said she doesn't like to give anyone a me. bad ending. She likes no. happy endings only. So like, it's gonna happen. Not everyone the king of redeemed. Okay. <laughs> He's fine. He's a good example. No, he's dead. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like preaching for like a um, Iantha, whatever the fuck her name was, the redemption no, arc. Oh my Please, god, you know, I mean, she's gone, but yeah, die in a fucking hole. She did. Get, did she die? How do she I got dead. Yeah, because didn't the Weaver come back into the battlefield wearing her? Uh, oh yeah, thing as a, an adornment. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot yeah, about that. So we kind of know she's not getting one anyway. But the real well, queen anyways. there is the Weaver, <laughs> <laughs> and she also got dead. Women supporting wow. women. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I feel like we should uh, touch on any any lasting predictions that we've got for. <laughs> Uh, the next book or the future of the series, if you will. I know we I touched think- it in a little bit, but Selena's going to get at least three more names. Nice. <laughs> at least three names. All right. Yeah. Every book is one of them is like, <laughs> here you go. Mm-hmm. Every book for her journey. Oh my God. Then we have to, to have a list of the names at the very end. Yeah. Gonna I mean, be. She, she does have to get one more name, right? Because there's that that A name that everyone mentions for the characters in this, like that is like not a character yet. But like, is that Selena? Yeah. Is that supposed to be her? Is that supposed to be someone else that's introduced later? Like, who the fuck it goes by that name? Like, does she just get multiple? They'd <laughs> be like, "You done messed up, Aaron." Bro, I oh see everyone. God. They're like, "I love." I think it's pronounced like Aileen or something like that. And I'm like, "Who yeah. the fuck is that, bro? I haven't met her. I don't know her." So maybe she will get more names like Deadass. Maybe that's a real prediction. <laughs> I think it's, like, valid. And, like, my predictions aren't normally valid. You don't look at me and you're going to tell me that I'm wrong? <laughs> Sorry. Listen, well, what are you predicting, then? For uh, this uh, character. So, definitely more nicknames. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we're we're gonna see her have to make some difficult choices, and I think the king is going to put Dorian and um, Nehemia and Ilwe and Kale on the chopping block if she fucks up with those difficult decisions. Yeah. So... So you're sensing gonna... some future tension. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Speaking yep. of future tension, I think that we're going to find Assassin Daddy and uh, have some family <laughs> counseling time. I would really like to see that at some point, at least. So we'll definitely add that to list of my predictions because I want it to happen. <laughs> I want it to be the truth. I, I'm still going for the, for the, the thruple power you know, ru- ruling the polyamorous thing. situation. Thruple. Our thruple. I I wish, <laughs> I wish that were a thing. 
Nope, just, it is. I just, just, <laughs> just give me what I want. <laughs> like, just, leave me alone. Listen, I wish, <laughs> but you have to like read books written now for that. I feel like this book was written before and published before gay marriage was even legal. So I wonder if like Sarah would have felt pressure politically to not even write that if she wanted to. Listen, don't, jokes on us. It's actually a white shoe series. <laughs> oh my oh god. god! The whole time. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> that would be good, but that doesn't really work with the faded mates thing. So Sarah it's, would kidnap. Yeah. Um, well, they're all faded, you know, because they're <laughs> all. all it's like a whole thing. It's like a web. This is amazing. Sarah, <laughs> give me what I want. <laughs> she says it's not really like a single chain. You know what I mean? Mm, like yeah. Sarah. Chains have many links. See. <laughs> <laughs> Goofies. What we yeah, really so have what is, is just shade. <laughs> what we really have is just each character has their own carabiner, and they just. <laughs> okay, oh, oh, I love them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Wow, predictions, <laughs> Sarah. If you're writing your next book, maybe incorporate this theme. <laughs> Hit me up. I got more suggestions. <laughs> Imagery. Yeah, I'd say for predictions, um, I, I think I, I, I would say the same thing about um, we touched on this a little bit earlier about the probably mm-hmm. another love interest will come into play at some point. I definitely feel like that will happen because, um, yeah, let's just be honest. I mean, I like I, I think there's potential on either side, Dorian or Kale, but um, I, I need a little something else. I need I, I needed to I need, I need something. I need something that's not there. You, you need a little princess, na 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 na, and Carol, and and I would <laughs> no, call it princess Callie being a me. power throuple. I would date her, to be honest. There's all these stupid men around. She's like a princess dude, uh, like fucking I, stupid. Anyway, I know, and she speaks multiple languages. All yeah. right, and she's a baddie, and she like protects you magically. Sorry, and, like, sounds like a win. Loves to read. Yeah, like okay, oh, can't she choose that. Your time in a library. <laughs> what? Are we going to read fan fiction? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, am I going to write fan fiction about this power throuple taking over? Maybe. Me describing the characters in chat GPT and just making GPT write fan fiction for me. <laughs> All oh right. So, fun fact, this is actually going to be our next book. Just kidding. <laughs> fan Creepies. fiction where the power throuple takes over. I love it. But yeah, I, I would say... Strong prediction on that. I think um, one thing I wanted to mention, we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, too, and this is more just like kind of like an offhanded comment. And and by by no means am I talking shit, Sarah. I love you. You're my queen. You're my goddess. But like when you touched on the the creature that was summoned by Cain and how it's really hard to understand what they look like or how that worked, I, I feel like that's exactly how you described the surreal at first because you even mentioned i think looking yeah, at pictures had, and whatnot i did i guess yeah. my prediction unfortunately is these very vague monster <laughs> creature things i feel like that's almost a, as on par for sarah and like a sign of her writing as much as like cutting someone into ribbons or someone having watery bells oh. and that's so, again it's fine <laughs> it's fine but yeah i definitely the surreal and then this thing like i don't I have an image in my mind, but I'm really just kind of going off my own Im- imagination because what they've described is so confusing to me. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, like I... at first I thought it was a dog and then it's like, but then it's human. And I'm like, wait, what? I yeah, don't, I thought it was like a dog. Like wrong and bent backward or something. And you're like, what? Yeah. The teeth yeah. can do what? Like, what are they doing? Like, I don't know. I feel like 
Again, no slight to Sarah. I love your work. You own my soul. I just bought four of your books today. You own my soul. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Queen, this is smutty scriptures. Like, we can get married and know each other biblically. It's fine. (laughs) But, like, bro, I need need a little something extra in those descriptions. Maybe, maybe like a little, like a little drawing, like a sketcheroonie, if you will. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. So I'd say that's that's one thing. <laughs> as long as the creature isn't like it, it defied description. <laughs> Just to piss us off, she <laughs> writes that instead. <laughs> hey, one thing missed. we do know is that. Watery bowels. <laughs> well, that's how I felt too about um, like in the ribbons. frog and stuff in like Akatar. Like I was just very like, what am I looking at, Sarah? I can't see it. Like you keep describing things to me, and I don't. What what is that? What is that? Yeah, yeah. Whenever the uh, the the bat thing mm-hmm. from Akatar. Which the adder, whatever yeah. the adder was described, yeah. I was like, I have no fucking clue what this not, fucker is. Not a clue. I in can the world. see it, but I can't see it, and it's <laughs> bat-like, but not really, and it's like a person, but it's not a person. I was like, I, I know I'm he's bad. Just picture <laughs> a darkness, with like a, like one of those. What Pokemon is this? There's just gonna be some dark shape uh-huh. with a question mark. Honestly. I don't know. It's that one. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, it's a meme now. You might have seen it on TikTok, but there's an interview of Kiki Palmer, and they're sent like sliding over pictures of like really famous people, like Jeff Bezos and stuff, and being like like asking if she recognizes the people in the picture. And I think it was a picture of Jeff Bezos that gets slid over to Kiki Palmer, and she's like, "I'm sorry to say, I don't know who this man is." <laughs> like <laughs> she had nothing to say other than she's like. I don't know who this is. I wouldn't. I said I'm passing the street. I wouldn't know who that is, even after they had told her the identity of the person in the picture. And that's literally me. I'm. <laughs> they're like, here's a description <laughs> of the serial, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I do not know who that man is. I do. I've never seen him in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I know we already went over our bay of the day. I just had a quick question on it, uh, Cuddle, since that was that was your choice this yeah. week. No. It is, yeah. So even though you find Kale can be a little whiny and a little like, eh, right? Yeah, you still um, pick him for Bay of the Day. Yes, yes, because of his actions uh, during and after the fight with, um, well, the ending. So that if that didn't happen, um, he would not qualify. <laughs> Okay, he would not have made it. (laughs) Right, right. not have made the cut. But it's like it's the fact that like when she described it, it, it's not only was he over there sidelines, he -hmm. was on the ground, Mm -hmm. a very prissy, you know, high high browed, you know, stuck up kind of dry dude. You know, was on the ground in the dirt egging her on to like get up get up get up now could he have said more more interesting things yes but the fact that he reached out to her you know and like he knew he couldn't help but Mm -hmm. he was helping you know yeah in the only way that he could and he offered his own sword Mm -hmm. which i feel like is an extension of his penis and then Um. i feel (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, it, it's it, it very and much Nehemia's be like bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it gave yeah, very I told much you like she gave her wood. I can't. It gave it gave um you have my bow and you have my axe. It, it gave very much that you energy. You have my penis. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was, um, you know, the the saving afterwards, doing something that he apparently has issues against, which I find funny. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, the man can't handle blood. A corpse type. Period. Any kind. <laughs> and, and, you know, it definitely bothered him not being able to even look at the sword later on. Definitely mm-hmm. not wear it. Like, he, he was... Very much concerned, but he was willing to like let that piece of him die for her. You know what I mean? Sure. Now, if he did not Romantic. do those things, Bay of the day, he would not be. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. That, that's enough <laughs> clarification for me. I was definitely like, I don't feel like there's a lot of positivity around Kale right now. <laughs> so he had some redeeming moments at the end that solidified it. And I'm going to be honest, pre that final... Uh, ending, mm-hmm. I probably would have gave it to Dorian. Ew. Because I, I, I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed their little dalliance, da- da- dalliance their little rendezvous of the kissy poos. Mm. I was like, man, that poor guy has the bluest balls <laughs> I've ever seen. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, you know, wow. I he didn't even I didn't hate broke, it. They broke up either. He was like, okay, is that what you want? You want to be with me? Okay. Well, he was upset about it. Yeah. I think that's was, clear. Didn't argue, at least, which I was like, hmm. Yeah. But, <laughs> Maybe that's uh, that's female writer's wishful thinking. But again, <laughs> just wouldn't argue. <laughs> to, be, yeah. to be clear, I am not a fan of any of them in particularly. Not in the same way that I am like, Head over heels in love with Cassian. Sure. You know, I don't feel that way about any of them because I feel like they're all not good enough for her. Yeah. Um, And that's why I'm hoping we have a new Bay of the Day coming in book two or book three. That would be nice. So you're telling me you have no TOG OTP? No, no. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think Selena needs to date herself. Ooh, interesting. She can make herself all those fun crafts. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Hey, making vibrators out of whatever. <laughs> oh God! Bro, she's, uh, she just put some bees in a jar and then you shake the jar. Right? Listen, <laughs> goofies. All right, before we get too off topic, let me go ahead and uh, get our outro done here. Uh, I just want to thank everyone for listening. Um, this has been Smutty Scriptures. We are reading the first book of the Throne of Glass series. We just finished up. Uh, the next episode, we are going to dive into Crown of Midnight to about halfway. Let's assume that's somewhere between 25 and 30, if it's a similar length to this story. Uh, and then as far as... I know we mentioned this last time, but you guys have worked really hard in design, so I just want to plug it every fucking time. That dual minds co- we love, we love all the designs you guys have come up with. A lot of stuff that's Akatar based. Um, and again, remind me that does have an Instagram handle that people can find it at. It does, it does. Mind reading um, that off for me, lovely. Dual uh, minds co. Love there you D-U-A-L-M-I-N-D-S-C-O. go. D u a l m i n d s c o. Incredible. Dual minds co. Incredible. I know it all is, the things. The next one is fifty-five chapters, so okay. yeah, we'll probably assume- stop halfway through. Perfect. 
So yeah, somewhere 27, 28-ish chapters of Crown of Midnight by our next episode, which will be so exciting. I want to thank you guys again for listening, and I'll be posting these on the Blue Cromwell socials, which is probably where you found this in the first place, but if not, and you want to see more of, sometimes we'll, maybe we'll do a little behind the scenes, a little different things, depending on what you guys want to see. Um, by all means, feel free to check that out, and uh, we'll hope to hope to have you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye.